0: You're listening to Reviewing History. I'm filmmaker and teacher Brian Rupert, joined here by... As always, Stephen
1: Dagliaka. And... And Angolotti. Hi.
2: (laughs) All right. So
0: (laughs) let's not bury the lead. We have a very special guest here today. Someone that I've been listening to for
3: years, been reading for a very long time. The one and only Greg Wyshyns. That's me from ESPN. And from Matawan, New Jersey. A hop, skip, and a jump to these heralded studios.
0: I'm going to be honest, I didn't think there was a shot in hell you were going to answer my email or do the show.
3: Well, (laughs) it's a little thing called the Uh, (laughs) off-season. That
0: is why I sent the email
2: now. (laughs) I also,
3: my parents live in Matawan still, so I'm like still a Central Jersey boy. Uh, Where we're taping is a place where I, I, I had many a brunch. I think might have been right next to where I bought cigars as an underage kid to go smoke at Monmouth <laughs> Park as well. So, it's so this a, is a home field for Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of memories here. A lot of memories.
0: Okay, good. So... You know you're comfortable here. You know
1: there's a lot of sites as, as you can see, I can see Brian's not comfortable.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: hate I hate doing the intro. <laughs> you're good. I hate doing you're the good. intro and the outro. I hate it.
3: I got it. so so I know the show. So you, you, you do? are Yeah, I do. <laughs> so you're the only sports fan amongst the trio. Yes. Yes. And so that that established Not only do you have them doing another sports movie, you have them doing a fucking hockey movie. Yeah. So, like, the most alien of sports. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't think you're doing them any favors. I love this movie. I thought it was great.
4: All right. But (laughs) uh, I'll say this as much as we're not sports fans, if there's one thing we can agree upon that we enjoy is actually watching a hockey game.
3: Hockey's the best oh, one. Yes. I thought you were going to say, like, abject jingoism about the uh, United States. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that happens it's here. Right. That's a given.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, like, if if I can get them to watch any sport, it is hockey. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Like, they'll never he'll never go to a baseball game. He'd right. rather die. Yes. <laughs> right.
1: Um, I believe we went to go see the Devils uh, Rangers. versus, Rangers. Rangers? Rangers, it was the best yeah. best sporting event no, no, I've no, ever no. seen. Brian and I went to a, a game not too long ago. Oh, yeah, I got though. free tickets. Oh, oh. So I'm a big Devils
0: fan, obviously. Yeah. I used to have season tickets until the past year.
2: Oh.
3: <laughs> I, was that this? economy or team being shitty? Team.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: tell them I, about the letter.
0: Yes. Yeah, tell them. Oh. So, oh, okay. yeah. So I'm a, I'm a passionate fan. So the team, like I was, like I was like I don't want my tickets again. Get rid of them. And really, I know you can't. You have to. You can't comment on certain things. I can like, comment on anything. Oh, okay. What's your thoughts on Lindy Ruff as a coach?
3: I I think that Lindy is an odd coach for 2022.
0: Well, I don't know why they hired him.
3: I I can't find a discernible <laughs> system. But the two things I'll say in his favor are that. Jack Hughes really likes him. So keeping your superstar happy is important. Yeah. And then, like, the same thing as the rest of the team. It's really hard to judge him when the goaltending has been hot garbage. I know. Like, injuries, guy didn't want to get a vaccine. Like (laughs) It's like a whole thing, right? So part of me wants to give him a little bit of leeway because of how many sort of, like, unforeseen things have cropped up. Yeah. Um, but at the same time like hiring him for 2022 was always an odd fit
0: when there were good coaches around yeah
3: yeah
0: yeah. and like I think they've won 40 games over the past two seasons
3: right so so it's been kind of an issue yeah
0: (laughs) yeah so when they didn't like do anything this year and my rep was like are you renewing I was like no and then he sent me a thing (laughs) please renew and I was and I, I, wrote, I wrote a nasty letter, not to him, but like about how I have no faith in anything the team or Well
3: you franchise say not to doing. him. Where did you send the letter? To him. No, I didn't get to it. To whom it may concern. <laughs> to fucking hammer it to the front <laughs> of the arena like Martin Luther.
1: Put it, put it on the on the church. <laughs> like thirty-five theses. <laughs> it's on the Marty statue. <laughs>
3: What did the letter say?
0: It, it was just, like, really nasty. Not, like, I didn't say anything to like, about the rep, you I know? I believe it was you like, suggested they
1: should relocate.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I was, like, I, was like, I was like, blow it up, get out of here, end my misery. I'm also a Jets fan, so I'm really Same. angry all yeah, the time. Yeah, no,
3: I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I understand your pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, first of all, uh, Devil's Ticket reps are fantastic because, like, there aren't a lot of people that go to the games anymore, so they're very activist And so there's, like, one rep that keeps calling me. And I'm like, you understand I go to the games for free? (laughs) (laughs) You understand? Like, there's a seat. And not only is there a seat, it has my name on it that I get to sit in and not have to pay for the ticket. Like, you understand that that's my life at this point. (laughs) I believe Brian verbatim
4: said it felt like prison rape every time he watched the game. (laughs) I did say that. <laughs> I said it was the hockey equivalent of prison rape.
3: Wow. Every Devils game I went wow. to. Wow. And they're like, you know, uh, it's half Maybe off on Tuesdays.
0: <laughs> They'll still, like, contact he me responded. and send me emails. And I'm like, you don't get it.
4: <laughs> like, He responded They're like, do you really think we should relocate? Because, <laughs> like,
0: I understand about the excuses for Lindy Ruff and, like, how, where the team is coming right. from with right. that. right, right. But as a fan, I'm like, I just want to see you do something. Right. You know, and and even if it's not his fault, I feel someone has to be held responsible for this shit. Well, so
3: you're also like like me from, you know, your life was spent watching the team succeed. Yeah. And so to have the team not succeed is very awkward. You know, and
0: I, I've, you know, I bought my tickets. Nico's rookie year, so yeah. I was like, they're in the middle of a rebuild. That was my first year with season tickets. Right. I was like, they're going to be bad for a while. Right. And they made the playoffs, and the next year they sucked, and the year after they sucked, <laughs> and after like four or five years, and every year getting worse. Well,
3: okay. Well, there's your problem. You didn't define what a while is. Yeah. I mean, if they were bad for a while, the <laughs> <laughs> while has continued for several seasons.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's they. phenomenal uh, weren't they in the Stanley Cup not?
3: 2012. Terribly that's long ten about. years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know
4: your yeah. time frame is
3: off.
1: <laughs> I, look, I mean, not too that's long like ago. Tw- to you <laughs> that's like
3: 25 MCU movies have come out since <laughs> <that was laughs> we're in the last. Not 10 too long. <laughs> I think
1: the world was supposed to end that year, wasn't it?
3: Uh, yeah, yeah. According <laughs> to John Tuzak, yeah. 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 <laughs> well,
4: wait, anyway, wait. Let's jump right in, shall we?
0: Yeah. So the movie we're doing today is uh, Miracle. The miracle the on Ice. Yeah. 1980s well, the 1980 Miracle on Ice. It is from 2004. It's starring Kurt Russell. It's about the American hockey team, the U.S. hockey team, beating those filthy commie Soviet bastards.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like the way this started with just a montage of how shitty the 70s were.
3: Yeah. yeah. It, it it was... I, I forgot they did that. It was like Watchmen, but without the Dylan song. Right. right? Like, <laughs> it's like... Uh, you're, and, and it's established... Right. It's establishing... We needed something to make us happy. Right. And and they replay the Jimmy Carter speech a couple of times of, like, Americans used to dream, and now yeah, we right. don't. Got a, <laughs> right. got a loss of pride. Right, loss of pride. Confidence. Yeah.
0: Well, the other thing that I didn't realize at the time, I believe, because they talk about the 1960 U.S. hockey team winning gold. Right. Which mm-hmm. I didn't even realize was a thing yeah. that we had won in the 1960.
1: And Herb... Uh... Yeah. But Herb Works Brooks didn't make
0: that team. So I believe it's everything from 1960 on to the present day in the movie. That's right. the events they're covering. Because it's also you
3: Nixon and, yeah. and shit like that. I did, uh, my wife and I uh, do bar trivia. We won last night. So okay. congratulations, congratulations to us. To One of the questions was you had to name 10 North American cities that had the Olympics, that hosted the oh, Olympics. Wow, okay. It's a good question. I think I got two. Squaw Valley was interesting because Squaw Valley is now Lake Tahoe, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Squaw Valley is kind of like an anachronism. It's okay. like squaw, you know, stay away from the Native American <laughs> stuff. Um, <laughs> but if you had put Lake, T- Lake Tahoe as one of your answers, you got it wrong, because you had to put Squaw Valley. Oh. And that was the first time I had thought about Squaw Valley, and then lo and behold, I rewatched Miracle, I'm like, oh, fuck right, Squaw Valley. What year we won there. the gold medal? That like, was 60. 1960, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, now, how did uh, American hockey, because in 1960, we're winning gold, how did it, like, just deteriorate so bad in, like, 20 years to where, like, they're, well, you know, a joke, basically? I mean. Uh, is it just that everyone is so much better, or? Y- yes,
3: Uh <laughs> especially the Russians. I mean, the Russians yeah. would just steamroll everybody, and, and there wasn't. A lot of, like, premier American players that were around in the in the 60s and the 70s. I mean, most of your best players were Canadian. Yeah. And, and so, the... the and we're in r- the NHL. What? And we're in the NHL. No, right, pros. right. But, I mean, like, even at a time when they were younger and playing on these national teams, like, we didn't have a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And so, the big rivalry in the 70s was between Canada and, and Russia. They the Summit Series. The Summit Series, yeah. Like, that was where the heat was. It was Russia being like, we can beat these guys, and, and, you know, occasionally would, and then Russia being the big bad with this amazing roster and, like, this un- unbeatable system and things of that nature. And then the U.S. was of over on the side like, like a puppy getting kicked like by. a horn. non-entity. Yeah, like, like it, a non-entity where they were just getting rolled by both those teams.
1: It's funny you say that because as far as the movie's concerned and everything I've looked up about it in, you know, the last few days researching for this – Canada's not even brought up. It's all European teams and it's America and the the Soviet Union. Right. So, where did what happened to them? (laughs) Their guys are pro. It's their game.
3: Oh, in the tournament? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it it didn't work out for them in this tournament. Uh, Rare rare as that is, Um, Japan was in. I, I, yeah, and I, I believe they played Romania at yeah. some point, yeah. I said, which is yeah. really and fucking g- random. And
0: East, East or West Germany. West Germany. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Well, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, mm. those guys were, you know. They're ju- not. Uh-huh. Juice to the gills. Uh, so they're probably really good at hockey. So, um, <laughs> yeah. no, th- that was what made the, the thing really interesting was, like, again, it was, like, you know, a series of, of years in which Russia played, uh, played Canada for, for global hockey supremacy. And it all kind of leads to this underdog story of the US making this run cuz mm-hmm. nobody expected it even though it, I mean I guess it've been 40 years yeah. like how many olympiads is that let's like whatever the you know whatever the olympiads is but the US was completely off the radar and and so you know Canada would bring their star players to play against Russia's star players and so in the beginning of the movie the idea that you wouldn't send quote unquote your best to play in these tournaments in these was kind of unheard of and and that and that you know there's a lot of shit that Herb Brooks does in, in in life and in this movie that's not very kosher, but one of the genius things was was approaching it like we're not going to go talent for talent with Russia, we're going to build the best a team. team. Mm-hmm. Now this is a problem American hockey currently has. Yes, I'm glad you brought <laughs> that. I was going to say <laughs> yeah. this
0: movie, like this event, infected American hockey and ruined it for the next it is like the 40 years. Best
3: worst thing that ever happened to American hockey. Yeah, because <laughs> what happened was because of the legend of the miracle on ice, USA hockey has for years not bought their best to the Olympics or to international tournaments. They try to bring a combination of high skill players and like sandpaper grit guys that Uh can take down the talented teams. And what's happened in the last 40 years is we're really good now. Like we have as many talented star players as Canada produces. And so you don't have to play the underdog game anymore. We can go strength for strength, but Mm -hmm. even in, like, the last few Olympics the NHL took part in, um, before they they didn't, in the last two Olympics, it was like, well, we can't just send skill guys. We have to have these role players, too. They
0: built, like, an actual, like, hockey team. Yeah. I I don't know if... I think Alex Ovechkin was like, that's a good hockey team. They could win a cup. Right. But they're not going to win a fucking international tournament. Yeah,
3: exactly. And, like... Meanwhile, like Canada's bringing *Ocean's Eleven. like it's just fucking star, <laughs> for star, for star, for star, for star, and like, and then like we're trying to like grit them out, and so, and but sp- specifically, but it's a, be- is, it, is it a like
1: overt attempt to recreate the 1980 it's team? It's not
3: an overt so- attempt because there are star players on the team. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're sending a bunch of college kids, except for this last well, time yeah. when we did, <laughs> but that was like there's any no child- choice now. The NHL didn't show up, so.
1: It's more like... The NHL actually held their players and wouldn't let them play in the Olympics? N- the last two Olympics, yeah. Well, it um,
0: used to be a policy. Like Jim Thorpe, right. they took his
1: medals away because yeah, they found he, out he, he, he got paid.
3: So once you get paid... The, which... n- the NHL since 1998 has been a part of the Olympics, yeah. right? But then the last two, one of them they didn't go to the one in Pyeongchang because um, the they COVID couldn't come stuff, up to... Right? it. No, no, no. Oh, that no. was the one where they couldn't come to a financial agreement with the IOC. Yes, 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 yes. yes. On like, 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 it's... Just, I don't want to derail the podcast, but it's a no. very complicated yeah, no, issue. It's okay. and, and it's one in which I actually side with the NHL mm-hmm. because they're sending their star players. I I've, to- I agree
0: with you right. completely. It's they're their se- assets.
3: It's their sending their assets and getting nothing for it. They don't get to make any money off the Olympics. Mm-hmm. They don't, they can't sell Olympic merchandise in their stores. Oh, that- they don't get shit. They don't get their logo on the ice at the Olympics. You, so you risk Connor yeah, McDavid, best, best, the right, best right. player
4: in hockey, getting hurt. Right. Right. Good
3: job. Right, they don't get shit. Is that the the
4: same with other sports? Like, if you send, like, Team USA to, like, play basketball, correct? the NBA allowed to advertise? And the reason why
3: they don't get shit is because the IOC says, all right, well, if we do it for you, then we're going to have to do it for the NBA.
4: I would imagine the individual
3: teams have
1: a say in this as well.
3: Well, and none of them want to go. None of them want to take a break in the season to to send their players to the Olympics. Mm -hmm. So they didn't go to Pyeongchang because of the financial reason. They didn't go to Beijing because of the COVID thing. And so now they're going to go to the next one. It's in Italy, I believe. Oh, they they agreed to go? Well, it's in, the, it's in the collective bargaining agreement that they were supposed to go to Beijing and to Italy. Okay. But they didn't go to Beijing because they had an out clause because of COVID. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but, but, like, the point is, like, the last one they sent them to in Sochi, it was a case where they had star players but also role players because of the inherent mentality like Mm. DNA change that happened in 1980 where it's Hmm. like we need to send our gritty blue collar underdogs it's the only way that we can beat these insurmountably talented teams and what happened was they fucking lost one nothing to Canada because they couldn't score a goal because they sent all the good players back to the U.S. Um, so it's and that's a re- what happens
1: in the first scene is, the, is we see that change. Yeah.
3: yeah. So it's a real problem. Um, best worst thing that ever happened to U.S.A. hockey is yeah. a Miracle. Hmm.
1: Which,
0: obviously, I'm younger, so the miracle's cool to see, like, in replays, but I'd much rather them win a gold medal yeah. now Try. that I can enjoy. Were you were you alive for it? I don't know. I was how. three. Okay, so it's... So yeah. no. It's a throwaway. Yeah.
4: <laughs> but now in the movie, and you correct me if I'm wrong, they give them eight months to get a team together and train. Yeah. Is that, like, how long does it, like, let's say I, I switch out a lot of players, I get a bunch of new players on my team. How long do you usually train for? Is eight months like an actual time frame to get a team together that's, and train. That's a short amount of a, time.
3: That's a generous amount of time. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Like today, like say the NHL's going to the Olympics. Uh-huh. That team will be selected and then maybe, maybe get a camp briefly before they go to play in the Olympics. Like they don't get eight months. Wow. It's basically thrown together and then you, you practice a little bit and then you go. And it, it, yeah, that whole, that whole thing is, is completely different than the way it's done today. Maybe you've played like one
0: international tournament at yeah. the end of June. Maybe. Well, but even, they might be different guys.
3: Even yeah. sending, like, and again, this was a bit COVID, but, like, the last one at Beijing, like, they put the roster together, and a lot of those guys met each other for the first time waiting for the flight to China, like, wow. because wow. of the COVID thing. So, I mean, it, it's a very, very different deal, and certainly they don't have the luxury of, like, playing the other teams in a tournament like the U.S. team in, in 1980 did.
1: Right. They played Norway, and then they played the Soviets.
3: They still played Soviets and the, the MSG, yeah, in the yeah,
1: yeah. That's another question I wanted to ask you. They're, at one point in this movie, they show um, that the NHL All Stars played against the Soviet yes. team a year before. Right, they lost
3: and they lost. That yeah. happened.
1: How often does that something like that go on? Where no,
3: these national teams back are in the day it happened yeah. a lot because you have to remember that this this movie takes place before there were Russians in the NHL. Thanks, Lou. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> and also McGillney too. Yeah. Like, so it, that didn't happen until like the late 1980s, where. You had players defect from the Soviet uh. Union to the NHL, so there was a a real novelty at the time of this. Mystic- it's back when the, the Eastern when, Bloc, yeah, it's back right. when the Soviet yeah. Union was the Klingons, right? right. Like they yeah. were yeah. like the great <laughs> other, you know. And, and, and so the, we never had those players in the NHL. They only played for the Russian national team, and so. You know Canada's all stars, NHL all stars, the U the Americans. Like we would all take our crack at trying to beat those those commie bastards, mm-hmm. and uh, and frequently <laughs> would lose because they really were that good. Like they played a system that no one else was playing. Right. Their talent was all world. They had the best goalie in the they world. Actually they, yeah, they actually trained. Like... Yeah, they actually trained. And again, like they they mentioned in the movie. These guys played for like thirteen years together too. Like yeah, they had right, an yeah. amazing chemistry. So the Soviet players were
1: actually considered part of the Red Army. Correct. Yes. Yeah. And they were trained as such and held to certain standards by the government. Right. So there's an awesome documentary. I just w- I've just i
0: watched it before, but I re-watched it today. Getting is it the HBO one? No, I don't know about that. Because I watched that this morning. Uh, there's one called Red Army, Red Army which yeah. is great. <laughs> but there's another one which was made by ESPN called Of Miracles and Men. And it's the story of the miracle on ice from the Russian side. Yeah, that's cool. And they talk about, like, how (laughs) Russians, like, got into hockey and, like, Mm -hmm. their training methods. And, like, it's a guy, this old dude who knows nothing about hockey. He's never seen a game. They're like, here's ice. Invent how to play. And he he does it, and he comes up with these weird exercises. Like they're doing barrel rolls with rocks, right? And like, but they're actually training. And like a lot of hockey players and athletes at this time, they're drinking beers the night after the game.
1: Well, that's what we see in the movie.
3: Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) was great. Back in the day, yeah, they didn't care about their bodies back in the day. Now, they they care a lot about it. And and again, like the the way that they played was it was majestic. I mean, it was it was the style where all five players were engaged with the puck in a way that they weren't doing in the NHL at the time uh, and they certainly weren't doing it internationally at the time and and even like after the 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 wall was broken down and Russians entered the league the Detroit Red Wings went and signed as many of these former Red Army players as they could and recreated that mm-hmm. this, where they had a thing in called in the late 80s? 96, yeah, well, the, 97 in the 90s oh. they had a thing called the Russian Five and yeah. like it was all those Russian guys being able to play on the ice at the same time and recreate the way that that national team played
1: so let me ask you this then: prior to that happening to the in, prior to the influence of of the Eastern teams, yeah, what would be the American style?
3: Punching people in the face. <laughs> it. Just like, like, like it was it was the nineteen seventies, nineteen early eighties. I mean, it was, it was a gong show, right? Well, it was a gong show, but also this 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 tournament happens before the offensive explosion of the Gretzky years in the NHL. So Mm -hmm. it happens at a time, like we're we're talking like Philadelphia Flyers, Broad Street Bullies, blood blood on the ice kind of hockey. And then we get to like the Gretzky years and all of a sudden the NHL for a good span of like six or seven or eight years, it's just goal scoring all the time.
0: We put a stop to that. And then the Devils <laughs> came along and made,
3: made it as boring as possible. It became a defensive game. Right. It yeah. became a defensive game for from like 94 ish. I'd say
0: like 2015, 16, it really exploded no, again.
3: No, I would say when they changed the rules, it, it, it upticked, the, but it was still a little bit defensive. Yeah. Was
1: that Niedermeyer and Gomez? Oh, yeah. Way, oh yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I talk. So, dropping a name. Bill Simmons. I know him a little bit. And he, uh, we, we were once talking about what 30 for 30 he always wanted to do and didn't get a chance to do. And he said, he's like, the 30 for 30 I always wanted to do was I wanted to do a 30 for 30 on the neutral zone trap and how it killed hockey. I'm like, don't you think that'd be like the most boring 30 for 30 that you've ever seen? Like the reason it killed hockey is it was boring. He's like, yeah, but it'd be fascinating to find out how it killed it. I'm like, all right, that's great, man. So, (laughs) so so hold on. (laughs) This is a funny
0: story. I was at uh, like a season ticket holder Q&A, right? And it's my first time really meeting Ken Danico. Like, I've got an autograph before, and it's a Q&A, and I raised my hand. And this was as they were getting ready to fire John Hines. Oh, yeah. It was like, they were like, season ticket holders are getting upset. Throw out Ken Danico. Go talk to them. Like, make everyone <laughs> feel better. Right. You know? Right. Here's an old legend. You don't want to leave your tickets, right? Yeah. And I was like, can I ask you a question? Like you guys ran the trap, like, and what is he trying to do exactly? And he yelled at me. He's like, We didn't run a trap. There was no word of a trap. Oh my and god. Danico got mad at me. I was like, all right, I'm sorry. <laughs> well,
3: like being being a devils fan around that time, like you you learned how to argue the merits of your team. It's like it's like you guys ruined hockey, you made it boring. Like, no, 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 no. We played positional defense. And if you look at the offensive numbers, the Devils did lead the league in
0: scoring, I think, in 2000.
3: 2000, 2000 they did, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's when they won. No, they lost to uh, Colorado in 2000. Oh, no,
3: they no, won no, in, they two won th- in 2000. 2000. They lost in, 2000. in 2001. Uh, so, like, they, didn't, they weren't always boring. They were boring the first time they won. Like, the whole point of the first time they won was let's not let anyone do anything fucking fun. <laughs> I mean, even our own players. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> that was
1: the whole point. And what was that basing the team around Brodeur, or what, what, what is
0: that? It was just
1: defensive
0: p- play, using Brodeur to kick out the puck to the defenseman. Uh, you know, it
3: was it was knowing their strength was. They had three great defensemen and a great goalie, and their coach came from Montreal, and they played a defensive system too. But he just like ratcheted it up a few notches to be like, we're not even going to try to score. Like, like, not, not gonna let like yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and, But the thing about the Devils is, like, they did it. They did it well. Like, they were a they were a tricky little team because they wouldn't try to score, but they had guys that could. And then other teams tried to do the same thing that tried, tried to do, like Florida. Yeah. And it was like unwatchable. It was really fugly. <laughs> Two teams staring at each other. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. Metapod uh, I don't know. Dakota. It's it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's uh, it was it was an interesting time. I'm very happy that it it it. it it's over. I mean, it benefited the Devils. Yeah. so you and I were happy, but like no one didn't else. Did they have was. to like change the rules of the game? Because they did. Of
0: the Devils? I maintain <laughs> if they didn't put in the trapezoid, Devils win another cup. For
3: those who don't know, <laughs> the, the NHL canceled the season in, in 2005 because of a lot. They wanted to institute, institute a salary cap. They came back with all these new rules, and one of the rules was specific to the Devils' goalie Marty Brodeur, who was so good at playing the puck, he was called like a third defenseman. And they created a thing called the trapezoid behind the net. To restrict, basically him one player, yes. yeah, <laughs> yes. and oh, he uh, would go back there and like yeah, get and, out, and, yeah. And, and like you would dump the puck in and he'd go back and like zop, and you're, you you <laughs> couldn't you wouldn't be able to stay in the zone because he was so good at playing the puck, and so they they literally created a rule because of how good he was. So it, you know. It's fine. I- I'm happy it's they crazy. did. I mean, I th- the, the game is in a really good place now offensively.
0: I'm a Devils fan before a hockey fan, so I'm like, yeah. Honestly, though, he's not there anymore. They should get rid of it. Let, let goalies play the puck again. It's, well, wouldn't
4: that just happen again eventually? They'll just. I'll have, have to institute it again.
0: <laughs> if you get a goalie who's good enough at handling the puck, it's... At some point. You was, at some you point. Could yeah. Assume, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: But anyway, <laughs> The movie. Yeah, uh, the movie. <laughs> so Larry Brooks, he wants to have a hard training camp.
1: You
3: mean Kirk La- Brooks, Larry. <laughs> I said Larry Brooks. Larry yeah. Brooks Who is the, the fuck is Larry? La- Brooks? Larry Brooks is the beat writer for the Rangers in the New York Post. Any, <laughs> <laughs> any, and, and we have actually we have like we have a real love hate relationship. It's yeah. very funny to bring up Larry Brooks. That's that's a Freudian slip. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> good old Larry yeah that's his brother (laughs) (laughs) oh I did want to say this before we really dive in did John Tortorella like just know like Herb Brooks's style and go? I'm just gonna do all that shit because like I felt like I was watching like John Tortorella coaching tutorials. He's
3: like a, he's like a Herb Brooks cosplayer. Uh, <laughs> no, it, there's a lot of that in in some of these coaches. I think I think he was a hugely influential coach.
0: And like and like Herb Brooks in this plays psychological games. Yeah, which is like something that became a big like scandal kind of with Mike Babcock. Mike Bab-
3: Babcock, yeah, Mike ba- Mike Babcock was the coach of the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Famously graduated with a degree in psychology from McGill University. We know famously because he couldn't stop fucking talking about it. And uh, and and so he braggart. He got, he got into trouble because he he had he had a player. This guy Mitch Marner, do a. He said he had him create a list of like players the, that
0: weren't working hard. The best
3: the best to the worst players in the team. Yeah. And Marner thought it was for his coach's own edification, and his coach ended up like. Circulating the list amongst the teammates. And, oh
2: and, man! And, yeah, it
3: was that kind of shit that went on, and and so he it it was he got fe- he was fired for a lot of reasons, but that like after it he was didn't fired, help his case. It kind of came out that he was playing a little psycho- psychological games with his team. Hmm.
0: But yeah, I felt like there's a lot of like because as a hockey fan, you hear and see shit, and I'm like, oh, that's Tortorella, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's Babcock. Yeah. yeah. So the hard nosed coaches, it's I definitely saw a lot of that in here. But he's a three-time uh, NCAA champ. The Soviets they beat the NHL All Stars, which we spoke
1: about. And he, he's uh, the coach at Minnesota University at the start
3: of that? yes, right, yes. Right.
0: And that's another thing we should touch in in uh, college hockey. There's a rivalry at this time,
1: particular between Minnesota and, and Boston, Boston. Right. where right. they hate each other. And a right. lot
4: of the players are from
3: Minnesota, Boston, I think
4: Wisconsin.
1: Well, the is team the is essentially a union of the two. Of the two,
4: yeah. Schools. But there are players from Wisconsin. Also. I
3: don't know how much that's like overstated in the movie or, or not. I know there's heat, but like mm-hmm. the, the idea of like can they coexist? Like it's fucking survivors, <laughs> right? Space. Like I don't know. I don't know if that that was necessarily as as strong as it was. But there was definitely heat between those two right. regions.
1: Yeah, they they made. I watched a uh, a documentary. It's it probably from like two thousand. Okay. This morning, and they made a big deal about how they kind of unified the team. Like they were all fighting each other, and they they unified the team by hating him. Like right. he became the villain. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. They say that in the movie too. Yeah. At one essentially, point, essentially. You know? Yes. It seems to me that most American hockey players are from Minnesota. What is that about? It's cold.
3: It's, That's close it. to Canada. it's cold Canada. That's it. That's they got ten thousand lakes. They all freeze. That's a good <laughs> point. What the fuck yeah. else are you gonna do? That's a good point. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's really like
1: <laughs> like Nothing about this movie. Not a single Minnesota accent in it. What the fuck
3: is that about? Well, <laughs> we're like we're not what actors. is what is the accent Kurt Russell's doing? That's, yeah. is that Minnesotan? I don't know. Minnesota Fargo. Honestly, you know?
0: I thought I was getting hints of his John Wayne
3: impersonation at times.
0: <laughs> Just a little bit. Like, little tidbits. I was like, is he doing big trouble?
3: <laughs> but you get plenty of Boston accent in this movie. Oh, My yes. god, yes. Jack yes. O'Callaghan. OC. My god. Yeah, OC. Yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> now, in this, they uh, he gives them a personality test, right? Yeah. Like, did that actually happen? Do you know this? I, I didn't look at the history. I too saw much nothing of that. about that. No, I right?
1: Up.
3: Do you know that? Do you know if he did or I, not? I just listen. Everything I see in movies, I assume is real. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, don't, don't do that. <laughs>
3: so, like, I assume he gave him a personality test. I assume that they all enlisted to fight the aliens when they came <laughs> on Independence Day. <laughs> mm. No, no, no. I, I assume that was probably something. It sounds like something that he, that he I, would have done.
0: I believe that's yeah. something that's real. From my understanding, a lot of the movies pretty accurate.
3: That's what it looked like to me. But um, um, he was a hard
1: ass. This dude. That being the said, movie. there's really no rhyme or reason to what he wants from that personality test. I don't think he actually gives a shit about it, to be honest with you. Because well, he's, he he gets mad, the guy doesn't take it. Then right. he's happy he didn't take it. Right. Then the other guys take it, and they're okay. But if he didn't take it, he'd give him shit. There's no that's, he
3: doesn't give a shit. That's <laughs> I think we're led to believe that he's looking for people who don't who won't take his shit. Yeah, I mean that uh, was like the Jim Craig thing was like you didn't take the test, mm-hmm. so show me the person who didn't take the test.
1: Right, that's why he's so happy when they.
3: He brings the guy from The Gophers. Yeah. Watching The Gophers. Oh, um, God. Yes. I love yes. that. Man, <laughs> that's the one part where I'm like, if I was ever a megalomaniac, like, I would totally bring in a ringer just to piss off.
2: <laughs> right? Like, if
3: I was ever, like, running an office, I'd definitely bring in somebody from sales from another company to be like, look at this guy. He's pretty good, right? I don't know. He might replace one of y'all.
1: But it's it's he wanted them to band against him over that. Yeah, It's a brilliant move. He said it in The Thing I watched. Yeah, there's the a lot
3: movie. of... Like A lot he, of truth. he's
0: doing psychological warfare, right? You know, to, to, to get he's playing them. forty chess.
4: Yeah, he let them <laughs> fight. Which is something I, I always liked about hockey. Like, if somebody gets to a fight, just, just let them do it. Let them do it to the ball. That's I a casual move. I love that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's how you do know yeah. it a casual But no, but but in practice, fights happen, and a lot of that shit yeah. is very much just like two guys let have to go. just get it out of their systems. So
0: I will tell you, uh, Robbie McCanahan or Callahan, whatever the character's name is, the actor looks just like Jack Hughes. That's
2: all <laughs> I'm I saying. Does, right? yeah.
0: <laughs> I was like, oh, it's they got Jack Hughes. Um, but that fight didn't happen. That practice fight, oh, both, no. both no. players said that was bullshit. They were like, we didn't like each other at first due to the college shit, Mm -hmm. but they're like, we didn't fight on
1: the ice. No, Mm -hmm. you're on the same team now. I think everybody understands that when you go there, right? It happens. It does happen.
3: Physical game. Like, you're you're, you're jostling in practice, and all of a sudden it becomes a... It happens a lot in the preseason, too, because you have, like, younger players that might be minor leaguers trying to, like, make their mark, and they're just gonna, like, Mm -hmm. fight the biggest guy in the fucking prison yard. Like prison. Yeah, right, yeah.
0: There was... Oh, fuck, I can't remember who it was. There was that big fight from a guy uh, He was a defenseman It happened a couple of years ago I think he then got traded I can't remember the name Sam Jansen Well didn't Sean Avery Not Sean Avery Fucking More heroes Tony D'Angelo <laughs> Brian loves Sean Avery No I hate Sean Avery
3: <laughs>
0: uh, Tony D'Angelo Didn't he have a practice fight A couple years it wasn't, ago wasn't.
3: Uh, it, it was a It was a, a, a situa- It was a fight I think that they were Leaving the ice during a game And there was a, okay. an incident But yeah
4: Yeah like players fight Their teammates all the time mm-hmm. It's a rough sport it's the only sport that I've seen someone get their throat slit and survive. And survive. Just the guy survived. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. There was a was su- was skate. Yeah, so this guy, uh, Malarchuk? Malarchuk, uh, I think. Clint Malarchuk. Malarchuk, yeah. yeah. He was he a goalie. just said
1: it right, and then you corrected it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, I, I didn't correct it. I
3: didn't correct it. I, I,
1: just, I tried repeating He corrected it. you and you just go,
3: yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm not good at pronunciation. That was a real Jersey thing. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I fucking said. Malachuk. Rule McClanahan. He
2: was (laughs) was a goalie,
4: and he got his throat slit. Wow. Like, on live TV, and they they had to, like, cut cut it. And then uh, one of his teammates was an ex-army medic, and he jumped in and saved his life. Wow. Yeah. He continued playing after that, but sadly, because of that, he got PTSD and just, like, kind of fell off.
3: One of the most fucked up things I ever saw was somebody took a Todd McFarlane NHL figure and repainted it and and, and did a Clint Malarchuk uh, sculpt uh, (laughs) on a McFarlane figure. It was so so terrible. (laughs) That's actually cool. Some spurting. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, messed up. So he
0: makes cuts day one, and the bigwigs at USA Hockey are all mad at Herb Brooks. Yes. And he's a man on a mission, you know. Well, they
1: wanted to run it by committee, and as we all know, that's the best way to run anything.
3: Right. You know? <laughs> there is, like, a little a little money ball in that scene, right? Like, I got a little money ball vibe from that scene of here's the rebel trying to do something different, and mm-hmm. all the suits were like, that's not how it's done. This is how it's done. Right.
0: It's, the movie is very interesting to me because it's like it's a team movie and it's about like a team and all that but it's also about an individual being a
1: tyrant and and making people who has like a vision
0: and he's just you know a taskmaster it's like it's really weird it's like the power of an individual's drive and the team aspect coming
4: together it's very like the military, yeah. militaristic in it's, nature. It really it's, is. It's really just it the story like of Julius
1: Caesar. You yeah. know? It's, it's here comes this this it's autocrat kind of, to bring benefits. It's to really weird though. Like,
3: like this movie comes out 2022. Like, are we celebrating someone who was like putting his players through physical and mental anguish in that regard? Like, I feel like we're in a mental health place where the the Herb Brooks thing. Even if it led to like the greatest moment moment in American sports history, like I feel like his tactics would be seen through a different lens if the same There movie would definitely be
0: think pieces. We need to talk about Herb Brooks. Mm-hmm. Right. right and yeah, people right, would yeah. be talking about that.
2: Huffpole. I'm a
0: win at all costs guy. Right? <laughs> right. So I'd be like, we need more of him. <laughs>
4: uh, yeah. You think he went too light, really. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, I was beating off to the again
1: scene. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Ruggles players. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they, uh, they cut to the line from the Jimmy Carter speech where he says, we need to stop crying and start sweating. And essentially that's what the whole movie is, right? Yeah. And, sure, yeah. And it's funny that why it's Carter that says that who's widely viewed as like the weakest president <laughs> we've ever had. <Right>. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, he had to say something, right? Things right. are spiraling. He's not going to be like, we're fucked, guys. <laughs> you know? Like, he has well, to say something. I
4: feel like they did portray that time period pretty well Compared to other movies that have.
0: They did, and there's a moment in there I love where it's one of the coaches and like the team doctor in a car. And they're kind of just talking about the Soviet Mm -hmm. Union and like this situation and they're like oh yeah and they're hinting like in this is 2004 eventually we'll be friends with the Russians <laughs> you know like and, it's, and in 2022 it's like that that aged well and then it aged bad again right, <laughs> right.
4: they were in line like during like a gas shortage it seemed they, yeah. they portrayed it like yeah. that and well that's what it was yeah mm-hmm. You don't hear much about and it's, that. You know, movies. isn't
1: it nuts that in this little time frame that the movie takes place, and it's like a, like you said, it's an eight month period. Sure. Yeah. Like every major event of the late seventies happens right there. Right. You got the gas shortage. You got the Ayatollah coming to power. The Russians invade Afghanistan. And this thing happens. You know? It's, you know, like
3: two verses of We Didn't Start the Fire. Right. (laughs) 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 Happened in that time frame.
1: And
0: like, and the other thing is like, obviously, you know, the Russian thing is soured again, but it's also like, there's so many parallels to even, like, today, like the gas shit sure and, like, are, yeah. you know, well, it's like...
1: The more like, things change, right, Brian? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, then the, so then we get a standard, like, movie scene where the wife is upset at her, you it's, know, uh, ambitious husband. It's Kevin Costner's wife. She's
1: back from The Untouchables.
3: That's right.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, she made it. Capone didn't get that's it. that's right nice yeah.
3: house I said nice house she's an interesting she's an interesting character because like it is kind of a thankless role yeah. of like yes. woman supporting troubled genius but she has like just enough agency in this movie where it's not a complete waste like that scene where no she's she just, has a role yeah she has a role and she's really good at it too and and I was I, I, in rewatching it I was like a little taken aback by how much they gave her to work with versus what that role usually is
1: I watched the movie with my wife Uh and the scene where she tells him to go pick up the kids but he's too busy to do it Yeah, she goes wow he's a dick and all I'm thinking is the man is trying to win the Olympics can you (laughs) fucking relax and let him win the
2: Olympics he's got
1: more important shit to do
2: but instead of saying that you just went
1: yeah yeah he's (laughs) a (laughs) dick
4: save the trouble of the argument (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Steph, you look looking sorry.
2: <laughs>
0: so then um, the wife is mad that, you know, he didn't ask to do the Olympics. And it's like, well, it's too late now. You're mad about something for months. <laughs> right, ago. <yeah>. right, right, right. <laughs> but that's for the audience. He pulls out the 1960 team photo mm-hmm. and we learn why he's doing it, you know. and He, he got that close. He's in the photo. Yeah. Yeah. So Good reason. And that is real. That happened. Yeah, yeah. And he said after they won the gold, he went up to the coach and was like,
1: "Well, you made the right choice," <laughs> which that's a good way to take it. I mean, his father said it to him, said the same thing. Yeah, when they were watching the game. I saw that Herb Dean said that Herb Dean, Brooks, Herb, Herb
2: Dean, it's a UFC <laughs> referee. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
4: Who at this time has to be four. I love that this isn't a bit. We just yeah, keep we just fucking see. up his name.
1: Herb Brooks said that he was watching the game with his father, and when they won, he goes, well, it looks like they cut the right guy. It's like, oh, man, dad. That's painful. Right. So anyway, anyway,
3: Hubie Brooks. Uh,
4: <laughs> but yes, this, this guy, Herb, he has so many Zenger lines, it's insane in this. A lot of those are real quotes, apparently, that yeah. he said. The legs that, like, call Legs yep. feed the wolf, and you just see him running back and forth. This has amazing montages, first off. Oh, Compared yeah. Compared to any sports movie, <laughs> oh, yeah. this, you could feel like the pain in their legs. It's I don't know if, if you've ever played hockey, Anna or, or Brian. but I used to play roller hockey. You played roller boy, hockey. Yeah. Your legs fucking hurt. Yeah. Like, bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I,
0: I was trying to teach myself to play a couple years ago.
2: Yeah,
1: I was trying to. Oh, this is a great one. Oh,
2: yes. Yeah,
0: so so I, I can skate a little. Like, I can get around the ice. But I was trying to teach myself to play, and it was a Friday night. I went to the local skating rink, and it was loaded with, like, preteens. And I'm there, and, and I'm alone, and I'm on the ice, and I'm just skating, like, and I'm going around. And the What were you wearing? I had a backpack on because the, I forgot that. The locker was broke so I couldn't like put my sneakers in. Surrounded anywhere.
3: by preteens and you're wearing a backpack on the ice? Yeah. It All wasn't
0: right. it wasn't a good look. It gets worse though, because there are kids there and there's like a gaggle of preteens and stuff, like twelve and they're hockey players and they're skating around and they look at me and they're like, we're just going to fuck with this guy. And they're, just, <laughs> and they're just buzzing me and I'm getting bullied by these preteens. They were spraying th- ice at you. They're, right? s- they're snowing me. They're, <laughs> so I'm going and they would just cross in front of me because like, I can't stop and I would stumble. And like after an hour of this, I was like, this isn't good. And I had to leave the ice. The 12-year-olds bullied me out of the rink.
2: Wow.
3: <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: I, I just wanted to learn to play hockey. Did you fall? Of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's covered in ice. <laughs> well, that
3: does uh, live up to the NHL's mantra of hockey is for everyone.
0: Exactly, yeah. Mm. Uh, or
3: or not you.
0: <laughs> I, I pushed it to the limit. You did. Limit. But... <laughs> So uh, he wants them to be the best-conditioned team, mm-hmm. and he's just going to brutalize them. Tons of uh,
1: sprint suicides, whatever you yeah, call them. Yeah, we used them. to call them suicides. I guess that he invented them.
3: And, 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 the, and, the, and uh, the term uh, in the NHL is bag skate. It's a bag skate. It's a bag skate okay. okay. when you uh, skate your team to the point where they're, like, doubled over and, and throwing up on the ice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, we find out there's going to
1: be a cone heads line. Yeah, I, I didn't get that. What is that? Explain that to me.
0: Well, I, I really can't. I okay. know what the Coneheads are. Yeah, it's an unfunny I'm, Saturday Night Live
1: sketch. Right,
3: so I think that the gist <laughs> of it was those three guys are weirdos and the Coneheads are aliens, and so you guys are the Coneheads. Okay. Oh, that's it? Yeah. There's no, like, special thing? Hockey line's not the most... <laughs> the fucking Devils in 95 had a line called the Crash Line because they fucking hit people.
1: Well, that makes sense. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's,
3: it's, it's, not, it's not. exactly like you know a, a, a riddle when, you, when they name a hockey line.
1: I thought they had like a job. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll,
3: I'll give you. I'll give you another one. In, in the Devils had a line. Egg with line. Three <laughs> guys, yeah, they had the right. They had the egg line, which was Eliash Gomez and Gianta, Gianta and they had uh. the sizzle line, which was Alexander Semac with an S, uh, Valeri Zelapukin with a Z, Claude U with an L. S Z L sizzle, sizzle. <laughs> again. This is not <laughs> exactly. This is the brilliance. Yeah, this is th- a NASA supercomputer did not invent hockey line names.
0: They didn't invent hockey nicknames either. It's your name with an I E at the end.
3: Right, mm-hmm. right, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they go to their first game, which I love what this team scene. are they playing? Is it Norway? I think it's Norway, and they're chick watching mm-hmm. during the game. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love
4: this scene. Oh my God, it's just so good.
0: And.
1: The coach is fucking pissed. He should be, and because they weren't they weren't playing up to snuff. They were no. like lazily playing. They yeah. weren't and paying attention. attention to the game. They didn't, they didn't even lose.
4: They also weren't paying attention to their enemy. Watch what right. they're doing. Pay attention to the game. You're not paying attention.
1: Yeah, you know.
4: And he bagskates the shit out of them.
3: Boy, does he! Yeah. Before the fans leave, that was the part that really got right. me. Is like there's still people in the arena. Like waiting for like the three stars of the game to skate out and wave yeah. to the crowd. And instead, it's like these bag skating these guys in front of their like fans.
0: It would have been awesome if there's one dude with popcorn. He's like, "This is great. I'm not leaving." <laughs> and <laughs> he's just watching the bag skate. And that
1: would have been It was all real. Like he, they, he made them do that until they shut the lights out. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now lovely. the whole thing where he's like, uh, Mike Ruzioni, Team USA." Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. That didn't happen. Yeah, right. exactly. Uh, what really happened is I, Mark Johnson had enough and just started smashing his stick against the glass. <laughs> and they were like, all right, I guess
4: that's enough. <laughs> this is where you get he the best him. line. Yeah. This is where you get the best line in the movie. What's Again. The Again. Again. Oh. Send them. <laughs> Again. I, every time I thought it was going to stop, it just kept going. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. So then the Soviets, they beat the NHL All-Star 6-0. All
1: right. Just to, just to elevate their menace.
0: Which, you know, it yeah. happened. So the forwards... On the Russian team, they say that they constantly circle. They're just telling you now all the information about your villains, your Russians.
3: This movie does a really clever job of introducing the American players and the Russians. Like, the American players, they do it in these little vignettes, where you're from, blah, blah, blah. You know, they, they, they kind of call out their own names. You know, there's a guy with a mustache, and here's the short guy. Like, they do a really good job of differentiating. And the Russian one is great because it's like, it's like a, it's like a briefing in a, in a, in a like a military movie, yep. right? Like, like, like here's your old newsreel of these bastards, and here's this guy. Oh, yes. watch out for Fatisoff and shit like that. Like a Tretiak, great.
0: If he scores, keep. If you score on him, keep the puck. Yeah. it Doesn't happen it's often. Fantastic it's
1: fantastic the great. way they do that. Yeah. And is he considered one of the greatest goalies of all time?
3: By far. Yeah. 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 He's 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 fantastic, and and uh, we'll get to it.
1: Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, they I, say
3: at this point it's the greatest in the world. It's
1: just she's like- uh, speaking back to that kind of military style they do in the movie. The scene where they play the Russians in the exhibition game, yeah, it's filmed like a war movie. You know, you've yeah, got yeah. it like I just you could replace the the hockey game with machine guns opening <laughs> up. You know, it's the D Day scene <laughs> in, in Saving Private Ryan. Uh, yep, and yeah, it, right, right down to it, you know they zone in, zoom in on the goalie, and his he's he just dead and it's the, everything goes silent, you know, like when Tom Hanks... Goes, oh, like, yeah, yeah, Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, the action yeah, sequences are, are
4: yeah. so, so well done, but it also really shows how fast that game is.
3: Oh, yeah. Like, the, that game is so fast. The way they shot it, like, reinvented the way they, they tried to shoot hockey. Like... It was all ice level. It, like you said, it was the first time it really conveyed the speed of the game. It was a lot of stuff from the goal out as the players skate to you. Are you saying the movie influenced? The movie, it? the movie influenced the way that they try to shoot hockey. like really?
1: hockey production.
3: Yeah, yeah. It no really, it, it was, it was the first time that the the speed of the game and the physicality of the game was conveyed in a really cinematic way. And they try, they, they I've talked to people in production. They were like, not necessarily ESPN, but other networks that are like we you know we use that as a reference point to try to recapture mm. that wow. vibe this is disney right mm-hmm. Yeah, this yes. is a Disney
1: movie.
0: Wow! But that—that's a cool tidbit. I didn't know that. There is a thing with um, sports movies, and it's why there's not more hockey movies. Also, no one in America gives a shit about <laughs> hockey movies. But
4: <laughs> what about D three? Yeah, Mighty Ducks, <laughs> bro. Three Mighty Ducks. Movies. <laughs> like, this movie's great, but it's no D three. <laughs> Look, I love Goon one and two.
0: Also, but, you know, the, the third one hasn't come out. Um, no. So Kevin Smith, for years, he was trying to get uh, hockey. movies, movie made mm-hmm. and jerry Bruckheimer is a big hockey fan and they had like a meeting together and basically he's like no one gives a shit about and jerry is like you're not gonna be able to do it really no one gives a shit about hockey it's hard to finance and the staging in a hockey movie is harder to film than almost anything else because mm. there's constant movement on the ice there's a million baseball movies because it's, it's really slow. easy to put a guy on a base yeah it, the production mm-hmm. of it is just so much easier and the hockey, it's just chaos.
3: Football too. Like football yeah. is is there's a lot of things going on, but essentially you just you're just focused on the quarterback and then wherever the ball's going to go. Exactly. You know. So.
0: And mm-hmm. hockey, you know, you need the big space. Anyway, the Soviets they play the Americans three days before the Olympics and beat the shit out of them, like you said.
4: Yeah. Which that's got that's got to be so demoralizing. Ten
1: to three. They bring in the ringer, who's going to join the team. Yeah, and I just kept thinking of the scene from Fargo. You know, where where uh, they walk in the house and the old man's watching TV. What are you watching? Watching the Gophers.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the
0: other guys they finally confront her. Brooks. I got who were the Gophers?
3: The, Minnesota, the Golden Gophers of Minnesota. What are they? College team? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's their nickname. You got Gophers <laughs> in Minnesota. You got Badgers in Wisconsin, mm. and so on and so forth. Saying a theme.
0: What's what's Boston's name? Eagles, right?
3: The yeah, college. Yeah,
4: Boston College is yeah. the Eagles,
3: and then the university is the Terriers, I believe. Oh, is okay. there any
4: hockey team that's not an animal? Lightning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> college,
4: college hockey team. Oh.
1: The Wild.
0: <laughs> I bet Saint jo- Saint John's is like the Storm or something. Well, like oh,
3: okay. UMass is the Minutemen. Oh, ah, okay, you got that. Oh, okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> now uh, in this they like like they don't have. A lot of funding for this, but they were taking a jet somewhere. Where did they get a jet? Did they own that? Or did, was that just like a chartered thing? Like, what the <laughs> hell's going on? Like, what are we? To focus, dude, I don't know. I'm like, like, hockey's not popular, nobody's watching this, they don't have a lot of funds, but they have a
3: jet. Yeah, but the
4: U- <laughs> team USA they have somebody. USA. Yeah,
3: they can't charter know. a jet, it's not a fucking beer yeah. league team. Like, they got the fucking US I wasn't Olympic sure. committee behind them. Jimmy Craig, go stand on the ledge, show
0: some
1: skin, see if we can get a trucker to give us a lift. But what do he? To what he said, though,
3: they are pushing the jet in the scene.
2: Yes, yeah. Well, they yeah. hit a what's moose. What's that?
1: Oh, that's right. They hit a
0: he moose. He said they hit a moose, and it delayed them.
3: Herb Brooks is like, all right, we're going to play Sweden, but first, we're going to have to steal a plane.
2: <laughs> that's
1: a movie I'd watch. You guys don't have enough talent to rely on talent just to fly you there. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs>
0: So, um, <laughs> so the U.S. then plays the IHL All-Stars. Now, I had never heard of this league. What's the IHL? The International IHL. Yeah. Hockey League. Yeah. yeah,
3: that was a, a, a minor league at one point. Th-
0: was that the then equivalent of the AHL?
3: Adjacent or maybe a little bit below.
0: Okay, but the yeah. AHL existed. Yeah, the
3: IHL existed even through, like, the 1990s as a place where, like, if you had a contract dispute you might sign with an IHL team okay. to like play while your your Stay NHL fresh. contract's being worked out. Yeah.
0: Okay. So it's like a step above like the ECHL. Yeah. In modern so. times. Okay. One
3: one one team name I remember was the Detroit Vipers. It was an IHL team, which is okay. a cool name. Yeah,
0: yeah that is a good name. A good name. Huh. Sounds like a roller coaster,
1: too. Which I think it was at Six Flakes for years, right? <laughs> the Viper. Oh, absolutely. I think someone got decapitated. Yeah, All that's that. the one that beat the shit out of your neck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that was the
3: scream machine. Also, well, no, no. <laughs> also yeah. your yeah. father. Also your oh, <laughs> father. <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
2: my
0: God. <laughs> <Dad>! <laughs> um, so then the boys, they call out the coach, and they go, we're a family. And, you know, it's all about family, like right. Princess Leia right. said. And that's,
1: that's what makes it so
3: important. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's
0: about family. Carrie Fisher told yeah, us that. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. yeah.
3: Defenseman Vin Diesel tells her Brooks.
0: <laughs> family. Uh, so they go to a Christmas party. Her Brooks gets a whip. And his other
1: coach gets a whistle. Oh yeah, the friend from Truman Show. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. kept expecting him to show up with a pa- with a six pack, <laughs> Truman. <laughs> so uh, her Brooks goes home with
0: the uh, with the whip, goes to his wife, and she says again, oh, "That
4: bombed." <laughs> Feel it. Yeah, yeah, it bombed. Feel All it. Right. Feel it. <laughs> Let it let it fester. Yeah, <laughs> I took a shot and I, I didn't missed. even get. What you missed 100 of the say, shots. You went to you too fast. That's eh, right. <laughs> You um, Miss 100 of the yeah. shots. You don't take
3: it.
0: Brooks missed Christmas. He uh, cut. Yeah. He yes. cuts Cox, and that's why he has the nickname of the Moyle.
3: Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> See, I appreciate that Fantastic. That's
0: a good, that a, good that good that a good joke That was a good joke <laughs> was, I was about
1: to make it And then you
0: <laughs> Made <laughs> it last night yeah, yeah That was good I wrote that down I was like Oh Gold. This is gonna save me Gold. This is gonna redeem me From the bomb Minutes earlier <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's a well crafted yeah. Joke brain
0: Yeah So they go to uh, MSG The world's most famous
4: Train station
0: And they play The Soviets <laughs>
4: Oh, my God. That's the the devil's fan. Now, the Soviets at this time, uh, I think they said it, they were 42 and 0. They had 42 straight games. That's insanity.
0: I know. (laughs) They get blown out. Uh, They give up 10 goals. They lose 10 to 3. And now it's time for Lake Placid. And there was a danger, actually, of giant crocodiles. Of course. You had to watch (laughs) out (laughs) (laughs) for those. Oliver (laughs) Platt was on
1: patrol with his helicopter. Yes.
4: (laughs) They hadn't discovered Betty White really? yet. <laughs> really going in. How many, how many more you got in a row?
0: I don't know. We'll see. Um, so he's not going to cut Jack O'Hallacan, whatever his name is. Jack
1: O'Hallacan? Yeah, Jack <laughs> Irish. Rue McClanahan. Yeah. This Golden is why
0: game. nobody watches hockey. You can't pronounce any of the names. I should be able to pronounce Callahan, right? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. O'Callahan? O'Callahan. O'Callahan. O'Callahan, yeah. 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 See that throws me Just off. Call the o. OC,
1: bro. <laughs> so
0: they're gonna play Sweden. I believe Neil Brodin scores a goal.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Neil Brodin, 95 cup yeah. winning devil.
3: That's right. Oh, yeah. That's one of the f- interesting things about the, that team is that there are a number of the guys who made the NHL, but very few made an impact in the NHL.
0: Yeah, I wanted to talk right. about that at the yeah. end, but let's do it now. While we brought up Neil Brodin. Yeah, N- not a lot of them had careers
1: right. in hockey the USA team the USA players it seemed to me because it, it tells you at the end of the movie yes. what they did ever. most their of them were in real estate <laughs> <laughs> they, all,
3: yeah. they all went into real estate the Devils actually except had, for the one guy at the very end the who, Devils had Broughton yep. they had Mark Johnson and then they had Jack Yeah, too. and Herb Brooks was their coach and Herb Brooks like, was their coach in 94 Yeah. Oh wow. 94
0: I thought 92 93
3: he was the he was the coach. I think was he the coach when when they lo- you're right. I think he was the coach in '93. Then Lemare came and they got made the fi- the the Los the Rangers. Then yeah. he was there in '95. You're right. Yeah.
1: Is Brooks considered to be like one of the best coaches ever?
3: Yeah. Well, I think he's considered to be one of the most like innovative coaches ever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he, his skills didn't necessarily transfer to NHL success, but I think his influence and obviously this moment. Uh, yeah. In time, you know, solidified his status as as, a, as a, one of the best, well, certainly as you and said, respected Change the game, yeah, yeah. Like the, yeah, yeah kind yeah. of the ethos for sure. F-
0: He's like the John Henry of hockey. He beat the machine. Uh-huh. He kind of gave you know? the
4: blueprint for modern hockey. I would, I would argue, kind yeah. of, because yeah. I,
0: I, physical coaches, like, uh, John Tortorella, sure. <laughs> that's who he gave the blueprint to. Okay, yeah, <laughs> to individual
2: guys, guys giving yeah. speeches exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they're p- gonna play Sweden. They're losing. They come back and win. The US is now rolling. They beat the Czech Republic, Norway, Romania. Czech
1: Republic well not it's Czechoslovakia. Czechoslovakia, you're right. They they're considered the second best team in the
2: world. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which and they they gave them no problem, from what I understand. Like the USA just stomped them.
3: He beat the shit out of them. Yeah. People. They yeah. were hot. <laughs> so now it's the big so that was a question I had about the the flick they didn't really get into, which is that like, yeah, Russia rolled them and Russia's great but like they seem like they're playing pretty well <laughs> like they're hanging like seven goals on the second best team in the in the world like I, I wonder what the conjecture really was before the Russia game was it was every newspaper being like hey we might have a shot here or was it just like alright fun's over yeah you know I, I they didn't really explain certainly what that the vibe movie, was the drama is that they are without a get doubt, to- the underdogs they're, they're are going to be destroyed like even Herb Brooks is like well it was a good run yeah you know yeah. so
0: but yeah, that's
1: uh, The reality of it, I guess you'd have to be there to know. There
3: had point. to be yeah. some hot take columnist that's like, USA. We're going to beat Russia. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, we just took out the checks. Well, there, there's a
4: scene where he's talking to a, a reporter, right? And he's like, He wants to bring more reporters in. And I think Herb's like, No. Like, we're not. Yeah. A, we're, like, Herb isn't into that because he knows the real challenge of the oh, Russians, oh, right? And like, I, say, I wanted to ask yeah. you about this. Yeah.
0: So. Herb Brooks is not going to let the media, the evil media, talk to
3: his players. Right. So we have a member of the media here. Did that annoy you? Herb Brooks would have gotten fucking filleted for that.
2: Like, <laughs> you, have a,
3: you have a team that is, like, on a run in the Olympics, and you're not letting... You know, Johnny Johnson from the hometown paper where Jim Craig grew up. talked to fucking Jim Craig. Like, he would have gotten massacred. This megalomaniac asshole thinks he's bigger not only than hockey, but the entire United States. The people need to know. Yeah, like, he would have gotten, he would have gotten destroyed for that. That's a great point. <laughs>
0: But I'm sure there's coaches in the NHL, Tortorel, who, uh, if they had their way, would you know not have the media talk to players. Sure, or... but there's also
3: players that wouldn't have oh, the media yeah. talk to players. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, that was that. I, I'm sure it was completely accurate, especially when it comes to his goalie. But like, if you pulled that shit in the Olympics now, where they're just like, you know, we spent ten thousand dollars to send our reporter <laughs> to Beijing because we're from. You know, again, like Mike ruzioni's hometown, like you'd have to let Mike ruzioni talk yeah. to that dude, especially during the prelims.
0: Yeah. Right. Just, just imagine like, yeah, we're not talking to anybody. Right. Like NBC is just like, yeah, uh, here's old footage. I right. Guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. That I mean, he like, said, though, if he did talk, to him, what's he going to say? Yeah, we're giving we, 110 you know, percent. We like our chances. <laughs> Shoot, I'll you tell know? you exactly what he's going to say. We're going to get pucks in deep. We're yeah. in a battle on the board. Well, <laughs> oh, you heard it here, folks—the exclusive interview. But the,
3: but, but, you, you t- but you never know, like but then like you maybe you're like, oh, what do you think of the Russians? Like, We're gonna beat those commie bastards! Like, oh, there it is. There's <laughs> you know, you never know. But I mean, I, the you mentioned it just now, and it is interesting. Like, th- this is at a time in in Olympic television history. Where I, I they didn't talk about it in the in the movie and they might have actually like fudged it a little bit but I think this game was shown on tape delay. It was yes. tape delay. The right. game
0: happened at three p.m. Right.
3: So I was talking to um
0: someone the other day about the game, telling them I was going to watch the movie, and I was like, "How did you feel like going in? Did you watch it? You're a hockey fan." And he's like, "To be honest, like it wasn't kind of a big deal going in. We thought they would lose. Like no one cared. Right. And then as the buzz happened, it was like they're playing the game at night." And like there's something's up, you know, like it yeah. kind of like word got around. Mm-hmm. Right. And then everyone, you know, he watched it at night. So
3: I, I I'm sorry, but your point your point about rights holders is interesting because like he would have never been able to pull that shit in the we're spending billions of dollars on the Olympic rights thing. Like NBC would talk to those guys. Yeah. If if that was the case.
1: Right. I heard that uh, the Russians actually denied they wanted to reschedule the game so it could be played on live television but the Russians refused it really yeah well that so I don't know why they would do that so in that uh, the documentary
0: I watched on ESPN today uh, for Miracles and Men they say that uh, there was an Olympic figure skater who won gold the night before Brian Bortano not by time. <laughs> uh, he was actually fighting Genghis Khan at that time.
3: At that point, it's probably your Scott Hamilton, right? Yeah. yeah. Somewhere down there.
0: But no, some female Russian won a gold medal in figure skating. I don't know her name. Her father started the uh, Russian hockey program. But when she won, uh, the Russians were celebrating with her all night. Like, they were drinking champagne. Uh-huh. So having a 3 p.m. game probably didn't exactly help the celebrating Russians uh-huh. who thought they were going to roll the Mer- Americans. Wow. And they allude to that in the documentary without being like, Yeah, we were hung over as fuck. <laughs> so it's time for them to play. So someone a telegram came into Herb Brooks that said, beat those commie bastards. And then he From gives Texas. Yeah. And he yeah. gives the speech.
4: The speech.
3: Yeah.
0: Right? Now, I got to admit, the speech has lost a little power for me over the years because they play it at 6-1 in the Devil's Arena (laughs) as they're getting pummeled by frigging the Winnipeg Jets on a Tuesday night. It's hard to uh, care about the speech as much anymore. The single greatest
3: thing about the speech was when the movie came out, you probably remember this, the The movie came out, there was a kid, like a a six-year-old, that wore a suit and was filmed doing the Herb Brooks speech with, like, little kid voice, like, you know. And it's
2: cute, yeah. Yeah
3: their time their time is done this is our time school them you know kind of thing it was the Herb Brooks he, he got on like Ellen yep. and did the speech on the Ellen show like it was a huge viral thing that's adorable did yeah, he keep doing, doing it till he was like I, 20 yeah.
2: and it wasn't cute yeah. anymore <laughs>
3: was like,
1: he's a one note guy like, yeah.
2: <laughs> I didn't realize Bruce that was Simpson like a legendary in, uh, thing
0: in that episode where he keeps saying the punchline fuck what was it you know what I'm talking about which punchline it's the one with Krusty. He keeps, Cowabunga. No, he keeps fucking up and it's like his uh catchphrase, they all want him to say it. Didn't do it. it didn't do it. Thank right. you, get him. Right. <laughs> yeah. Say it. Say
3: the thing. Say the thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that's that's this kid, you know, yeah. just doing the speech again and again and again.
3: <laughs> wait um. wait moments of one from
1: I didn't realize that was like a legendary speech that the Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah.
3: It, 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 it and, and like you said, like they play it at on the jumbotronic games. Oh
1: god. To today. fire up
3: the crowd. Yeah, to this very day. Oh my
1: god. <laughs> yeah. And Somebody's like, gotta do it. It is a good
3: speech. It's awesome. Yeah.
0: But as I'm sitting in a devil's arena on a Tuesday night and they're losing 6-1 to Winnipeg, it's like, yeah, you're not getting me it, jacked up yeah. so far.
3: I was in listening to this in listening back to the speech, I find it really it's 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 two separate ideas. On the one hand, it's like the Russians are fucking great but if we play them 10 times, we might beat them once. On the other hand, it's the, this is the end of their era, yeah. and now it's your time. I'm like, but you just said here at the that they're so fucking good that if we played them 10 times, we might beat them once. Yet at the same time, you're telling me that it's the end of their era. No, those are two diametrically opposed ideas that you're giving us. You know what? He knows
0: the players are like, they're picking up snippets that right. relate to them, and the rest is in and out. Right. So whichever one you need to hear, you're going to get.
4: <laughs> then they, they, uh, Has they go Has anyone
0: here ever given a locker room speech?
4: No. Have you? Oh, I don't think so.
0: You did? You did? I have, yeah. Oh, my God. In
3: what locker room?
0: I was a captain of a wrestling team. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, in high school. I wrestled into college, NCAAJ, and I was on the team for like a month or two. And then I was like, I'm going to drop out of college and become a rapper. I don't regret it at all. So when you,
3: <laughs> when you give a speech in a wrestling locker room, isn't that technically a promo? <laughs>
1: yeah. I was like, you listen here, brothers. Now that I'm thinking of it, the speech is kind of uh, reminiscent of the Goonies speech. It's our time down right. here. <laughs> down here, it's our it's time. It's also Little Giants.
3: Oh, yeah? They say in Little Giants,
0: <laughs> they may beat us 99 times out of 100, but today we win. The, you know, the, the like thing that. I
3: didn't pick up on until I watched it again are we, are, I don't know if it's stated explicitly in the movie, but are we to believe that Herb Brooks was inspired by Jimmy Carter's speech? Oh. I think that's what they were like. That's kind of that. what they're going for. Was yeah. like Jimmy Carter again, yeah. not the greatest orator in, no. in U.S. political history, <laughs> inspired the greatest speech in sports history. Apparently,
0: that's funny. Yeah, I did not pick up on that. But that Carter,
1: Carter yeah. is probably b- portrayed in this movie better than he's ever been portrayed in anything. I end up liking him. Yeah, right.
3: <laughs> it's like the two great, the two greatest moments in Jimmy Carter's like, per- like image building. Habitat for Humanity, and <laughs> <in> this movie. <laughs> His peanuts are
0: damn good too. Yeah.
4: How about Billy Beer? <laughs> so you get this—you get this awesome scene when they're they're walking out onto the ice and they're all hitting telegrams. It's like a wall of telegrams and mail of just them, sub- all their support. And I thought that was just really awesome. I, like, I don't I even remember right.
3: that. They, yeah, that's and that's a that's a real t- thing. Like I, I've covered uh, when I covered the National Predators when they made the. Stanley Cup Final, they had a wall of stuff kids sent in. A lightning had a wall like that where it's like kids send in drawings and letters and stuff of support. Like it, that's a trope for hockey. Yeah, do you cool. think the Devils took my
0: letter where I'm like <laughs> it's like prison rape <laughs> and they just put it up?
3: We're doing this for Brian. You broke this man. And they blew up the quote and put it on the uh, the part of the ceiling in the locker room right before you walk out and they they slap it. Yeah. Like like in Notre Dame, they just slap it on the way out. The Soviets just have seven six two shells hanging. <laughs> The Soviets, the Soviets just have a picture of a gulag in <laughs> Siberia. This is your future if you lose.
0: So we meet the Russian coach, and he has evil eyebrows. Oh, yes. yes
3: really he good. has the eyebrows of so, evil. This, so Victor Tikanov yes. is the coach of the Soviet team, and he is, I mean— I don't want to say he's the Herb Brooks of Russia because he's he's actually a he's much more worse. successful coach than, than Herb Brooks. But he's, yeah, he is, like, th- all of the Herb Brooks stuff of, like, bag skates and brutality and, and all that shit to the nth degree. Like, beating up his players. Yeah, every
0: like, single thing was timed out.
3: Really? The yeah. players
0: were allowed to have zero social life because it's the military. Yeah. Right. So, like, you play hockey and that's it. Mm-hmm. You train, you sleep, you work. Right. Which is... You know, that's why they're successful. And for a lot of hockey players, as far as I know, during the season, that's what their season is now. Like, yeah. they isolate and they just play and they train and all this. And
3: he had he had enough success where, like, as we'll see in the game, he pulled the best goalie in the world. Yeah. After a period of two goals. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and like but that's how much like sway he had. Because he was so successful behind the bench.
0: And in the documentary, they ask Tretiak and they ask like a, the captain and they ask all those guys and they say, Were you upset when he got pulled? What did you feel? And Tretiak was like, I was upset. And like, did anyone say anything? And they're like, God, no. no. In Russia, you don't say anything. It's like, okay, that is what's happening. <laughs>
3: Follow orders. Yep. What a man, Russia in sports movies in the 80s, man. Like the through line. From like a uh, miracle, you know, happening in 1980 in real Drago. life. To Drago is just the perfect through line. Yeah. Like the the, 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 the emotionless automaton military product that uh, we must defeat with our emotion.
1: Right. Yes. 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 It's
3: like a Star Trek villain. Right. Yes. It's-,
0: <laughs> There's, it's funny. There's always like two great villains you could always pull from. You could always use a Nazi. Of course. Mm-hmm. And like you could always use a cold Soviet... Like, Russian. Sure. Americans
1: think you can win. You have rules, yeah. right? That's,
0: that's the thing I'm really <laughs> hoping for with this new Putin shit. I would love to see Russian villains come back. Yeah. A resurgence? Bring them back, yeah. Mm. <laughs> that's what I want. So it's the gold medal game. They give up two goals. act
4: does. It's 2-2. Was the ref supposed to be a commie? Because they make them look like Dude, it,
1: they right? do such blatant fouls. Like even <laughs> I, who don't watch the game, recognize. Well, that's a slash. You know, they yeah. Should be in it, penalty box, but that.
3: it's it's a metal round game, yeah. which means they're not going to call anything.
1: See, uh, they don't know what happens yeah. in playoff hockey. As <laughs> as, the,
3: as you reach the playoffs and get deeper and deeper into the playoffs, the games become. They'll call it tightly officiated, but it's in essence they let everything go, uh, and because they don't want to give anybody a power play advantage, because it can change the game. So as much. we saw mm-hmm. in this game, yeah, yeah, power and, play changed the game. You know, in
0: this past playoff, we had a. Uh, Who's the captain of the Rangers now? I forgot his Crider?
3: name. Kreider. Oh, oh, Truba. Truba. Yeah. You
0: had him literally murdering people on the ice this past <laughs> playoff that just happened. And oh, there were no whistles.
3: I got confused because Kreider <laughs> was the guy they wanted to get the captain seat, but then they gave yeah. it to Truba.
1: <laughs> that would be a great, like, naked gun bit. Like, nobody's calling any penalties. And just, they just shoot a guy. <laughs> and, and a tiger comes on. He's <laughs> they do that. Yeah, in the they do that game. bit, yeah, yeah, yeah the that's baseball. I talking about. Yeah.
4: I mean,
3: the, the, the only movie that had a shooting on the ice during a hockey game was Lethal Weapon 2? <laughs> 3? Is that I, the one with three. Joe Pesci? 3.
0: 3. What about right. sudden death?
3: <laughs> and, well, okay, and sudden death, you're right. Yeah, 3, Pesci got shot on the ice, and he's he's bleeding out. That was one of the armor-piercing bullets. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Lethal <laughs> Weapon 3. Yeah. From
0: South Africa. From Right.
3: You dumb son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, they,
4: they have... Um, like, at the end of the period, they score a goal with, like, a second left.
0: Yeah. That happened. But that really happened. Yeah. That's so, that's so first insane.
1: Period.
0: Yeah, it was the first period to first tie period. it up 2-2, two, yeah. two, which is why Tretziak got pulled. And, no, you know, he gave up the goal, but also who I whoever scored the goal, he just went
3: right through so two defenders. The guy who scored the goal was Mark Johnson, who okay. scored both goals that answered the Russian goals in that game, I believe. And yet, Mike Arruzzione is the guy that, like, he got the winning goal. He got the winning goal. And he's the captain. And, right. and he's the captain, and he's made an entire life off this goal. <laughs> Motherfucker. Like, you wouldn't even be in that game were it not for the exploits of Mark Johnson scoring yeah. those and two goals. And Jim Craig standing on his head. Yeah, exactly. Because I,
0: I, I, I don't think shot totals were around, but it was probably heavily lopsided for the Russians. It's weird how I history. Have, well, I, I have in the second period. I in shot that. totals? No, I
4: have the details for that, by the way. Okay. Oh, yeah, I got all of them. Uh, so the shot details. Five versus five there were 38 shots total between the two teams. Okay. 31 of them were the Soviets. Yeah. <laughs> wow. They, the attempts, though, like the attempts, were uh, 67. So, like, the ones that kind of, they want to shoot yeah. and missed. 46 were the Soviets. Right, <laughs> right. Like, the, the MVP of this was Jim Craig. Right. Oh, Jim yeah. Craig was the reason they won. Yeah. Oh, totally. Because the amount that he blocked was utterly insane. Yeah. I think
0: 99 times in, like, hockey. <laughs> it's the goalie who really is the re- reason well, why teams when
3: the win. the last great american run was in vancouver when they got silver they got beat by canada <sighs> allegedly in the gold medal game yeah. uh and and ryan miller the american yep. goalie he, he like he, he was fucking amazing he, he, he it was a star making moment for him because yeah. he led them to that far into the tournament and then
0: Sidney crosby decided to
3: and then gave up kind of a soft goal in overtime yeah. but that's all right though <laughs> But yeah, no, it is kind of funny how history remembers Ruzioni's goal, probably because of the Al Michaels broadcasting yeah. call, while Craig was the guy who, like, was the reason they yeah, won. Yeah. Do you believe in miracles? Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> and they didn't want him to re-record the line in the movie. They
3: used the oh, original audio. That's something yes. I really wanted. So Al Michaels and Ken Dryden, Yeah. like, they, they re-recorded a the bunch announcers. of dialogue. Yep. Yeah. Right, the announcers in the movie. And then when it comes to the Ruzioni goal, they do the original. Yeah. And, like... Al Michaels' voice is like seven it's octaves so higher yeah. in that clip than it is now because it's like eighty now. It's so jarring, but the 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 decision to have them do the play by play in the movie to match the scenes that are happening was straight up video game. Like wasn't yeah. it like 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 yeah. You know, like, there's a breakaway. And and on, on the track, you hear Michael's going, and now he has a breakaway. If he scores, <laughs> he would give the Americans the lead. <laughs> <laughs> well, in all these, because we've... Thank you, I am the <laughs>
0: audience.
2: <laughs> we've been watching,
0: we've, coincidentally, it hasn't been planned this way, but we've been watching a bunch of sports movies for the show, even, like, episodes that haven't come out. And the the most important job in a sports movie is the announcer. Yeah. Because, like, otherwise, it's literally just watching a silent game. Mm. You need him to just chime in and say what's happening.
3: The Russians get a penalty for fouling an American player and breaking the (laughs) rules. The Americans are going on a power play now. They'll have more players than the Russians will. I'll say
4: this. Anytime I'm watching a sport, the most impressive announcer is going to be a hockey announcer. I feel like anytime I'm watching a live game, the hockey announcer is giving me more details of the play-by-play because, like I said, it's so fast and things are always moving and happening. I'm gonna as dis- opposed to baseball where I've fallen asleep. I'm <laughs> at the stadium twice. So. I'm gonna disagree with you.
1: Probably <laughs> yeah. the finest sports announcer out there is the two-headed guy from episode one. <laughs> from the Bunter yes. yes. race. Yes. Is- yeah. Little Anakin Skywalker, a local boy. <laughs> <laughs> I will,
3: I will bow down and agree. Baseball, baseball is a complete baseball is a completely different animal. They have, to, the kill so they have to kill so much dead air. Air. Yeah, yeah exactly. they're doing ads. They're telling stories. It's just yeah. like
0: like we're Mets fans. I, I know you're a Mets. Yeah, fan. Yeah, I am yeah. a Mets fan. Yeah, but we have Gary Keith and Ron, and it's the best booth in baseball. Like if I watch other broadcasts, it's painful sometimes. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And we were also we're also Devils fans, which means that for a long time we had the best by, play by play guy in hockey, and, and Doc Emmerich, who did the thing that you're talking about, which is describe in poetic ways that Waffle the game is going. Oh, yeah. yeah, and, and, and oh, yeah. his voice would would you know crescendo when it was important. And then we had Chico Resch, <laughs> who was the color commentary, right? Where he <laughs> and his whole bit was that he was an old. Fuddy Daddy, who who was a, a franchise icon. So oh, like who is that? You get this amazing Doc Emmerich going like and he's shooting in the pocket, he's on the crease and a save, another save, and his waffle, boarded away and play is stopped. And then you get, you know, Chico coming in with with yeah, oh he shot the puck right into the seats. Well wait, no, he passed it to his teammate for a goal,
2: didn't he? <laughs> yeah, like, he would
3: he like would always have to
0: take a second or two to catch up, you know. It was amazing. I love Chico. Yeah. Now we have Ken Danico, you know, he's all and you know, back in the day, me and Ty Dorme used to have these fights.
3: It was, like, the most eloquent, like, poetic play-by-play guy in all of sports, and then a guy who was just, like, always correcting himself for not seeing the play right. Oh, what a goal there by Crosby there, Doc. Oh, wait, no, the puck went in the netting above the glass, and play was stopped, wasn't it?
0: So, Team USA, this is not the gold medal match. They go on. They beat Sweden, which... Do you think it even matters? Finland, Finland. Finland, Finland. Finland, Sorry. Do you think it even matters at that point? No, they they did their in America. Yes. Yes. Yeah, imagine losing. No, I'm actually wrong because it was group play, right? If they didn't win, no, no, no. It was the medal round. It was the medal round. Yeah, so they beat they
3: beat Russia in the semis.
0: Okay, it wasn't points anymore.
3: Right, and then they and then they had to beat Finland for gold. Okay, they beat their nemesis. So so the, the 1980 again to go back to the Mets always reminded me of '86. Where yeah. the Mets win the the Bill Buckner through the legs game, and then people forget they still have to come back and win another game to win the World Series. And but yeah. that game became sort of an inevitability. Like after this you shit know. happens in, yeah. in in game six, like forget it. Like they're gonna clearly win the world There's series. There's magic. There's magic. Yeah. And but yet for the Americans, like they had to rally in that gold medal game. Yeah, they too. came from behind too. Yeah. Yes. To win the gold. And so.
1: They scored three goals in the l- final period. They were they were behind by
0: yeah. two. Oh, and, wow. and that's a funny little detail, too, because, and they don't play it up in the movie, it's subtle, but Herbrook says, we're going to be the best conditioned team. And they are. They win yeah. all their games by being the best conditioned team.
3: They right. get tired.
0: Yeah, that, they win all their games in the third period. Mm.
3: Right.
2: That's a great point.
0: And we see their medal round, they win. We see the gold medals, most of which are sold now. You can get them in the pawn star shop. Oh, it's
1: so sad. I'm gonna have it to is. frame it's
0: it. It's so gonna sit sad. in the
3: shop for a while. It's really, really <laughs> sad. I'll give you thirty bucks.
0: Oh. <laughs> That's really what happened. They all sold the medals really? basically. Why? Yeah. Because
3: they I mean, they're like guys that never made anything of their yeah. careers. Oh, man. Like they weren't signing million they weren't, dollar contracts. No, yeah. So like, a lot of
1: them are do not they like I saw a bunch of them like work for the wild. The Minnesota. Water no, water some of those, some yeah. of them are still
3: in hockey, but other other ones never did, and some of them are destitute. And like, you know, those gold medals fetch a bunch of yeah. fucking money, like in a auction.
1: 1980 American yeah. hockey oh, yeah. gold medal. Yeah. yeah. In the credits, it tells you what each guy did after. Yeah. The and game.
3: there was always the, yes. like, whenever we would write, like, when I was at uh, Yahoo Sports, we we for some reason a lot of those medals started coming up for auction, and and. And so there was a debate about, like, oh, on the one hand, it's very sad. Like, you should keep that medal within your family. And on the other hand, it's like, no, they fucking want it. They can do whatever they want with that medal. It doesn't change the fact that they were on the Miracle on Ice team. Sure. It's just that they don't have the trinket that they got for it. And if they want to go and sell that thing for $400,000 or whatever the fuck, they should be allowed to. Cash in. They earned that right to cash in on that. Yeah.
1: house. Remember the raging bill when he sells the jewels from the belt? In what? Day, Raging
0: Bull. Oh, Raging Bull. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he takes the jewels out of his championship yeah. belt
0: and the them. <laughs> and that's, that's, I mean, you're you allowed in the
3: prize, you have a, a, the right to do what you want with the prize, as sad as it might seem.
4: I agree, totally.
3: I don't know what I would have
4: do, done in that situation. I don't know if I would have sold it. But then again, a house is a house, you know, you could buy a house.
3: Eventually, you know. It's retirement. They held
0: on to it for 40 years. They're all older yeah. guys. It's like. Like a lot of them, it's said to say how many years you have left. You want to secure yeah, your family. That's the
3: sure. thing. Like it was yeah. a lot of like
4: I'm selling this for my grandkids kind of. shit. Did yeah. anybody put like one in a museum? Maybe I know like um, belongs in a museum. Jim Craig's uh, <laughs> Jim Craig's pads and mask are in a museum. In the hot Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. Doctor Doctor Henry Jones punches <laughs> yeah. them in the face and takes the gold medal at Sotheby's. <laughs> it belongs in a museum. <laughs>
1: the metal is ours into yours and mine (laughs) look it's burnt into the guy's hand
0: (laughs) Uh, so Brooks never attended a Christmas party that's bullshit really? yeah the players were like Brooks would never attend a party with us (laughs) he was Jewish (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that was good Uh, that threw me off yeah, he wasn't giving them cute nicknames. He was much colder than he's portrayed in the movie. Which, uh, like, he was pretty fucking
1: yeah. cold.
3: Yeah. It's
1: Kurt Russell. <laughs> like, he's already By the way, like we, didn't, we didn't talk about
3: it. The, My favorite, favorite, favorite scene in the movie, if if you're not going to, like, demonize Herb Brooks as a megalomaniac who abuses players, is that scene in the hallway when they win. Oh, it's, it's just, so good. It's just him by himself, and he's allowing himself that one moment to kind of, like... Be, be human. Re- be human and yeah. be relieved. And, and, and celebrate. It's so good. And
0: yes. that's, that was the moment when I was like, this is about the individual. Yeah. You know, it's about the individual who guided them through this. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's really the thing with the movie. Yeah. Um, a co- so a couple of things on guys who, you know, had careers after. Mike Ruzioni and Schneider, they played in the IHL. Jim Craig was on three NHL teams, really didn't go anywhere. Bill Baker was up and de- uh, down. He was done by 84. Uh, Mike Ramsey had a pretty good career. Yeah, Neil Broden had a good career. He was a Cup champion. Oh, nice! But with who? Neil Broden.
3: You're New Year's Day Devils. Devils,
0: baby. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. Should have been two times, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so happy note we can end the movie on is the actor that played O'Callaghan went and joined the military, fought ISIS, and then killed himself. So that's wow. a fun oh, detail oh. to Thanks. end the movie on. <laughs> good God! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, on a high note, I love it. Yeah, of, yeah the highest. Of Keep finals. it light, you know. Yeah. Leave
3: everybody nice feeling dude, The dude who played Jim Craig is say, Eddie Cahill, is his name. Really weird ass career. Like played in this movie, but like was famous for being a boyfriend on Friends, and then for some reason had like a two decade run on one of the CSI shows. I want to say he? it was. Really? Yeah. Like he like completely random career, but like a guy that seemed like a pretty good actor, good-looking dude. Like, I I expected him to do more movie shit, but he was more TV boy. A lot of these
0: guys are just hockey players. Like, I I was looking up things about the movie, and basically, like, it's going to be easier to teach... Hockey players how to act, then teach actors how to play right. hockey
3: and make it look good. Right. Well, It's like easier to huh. teach uh, oil drillers how to be astronauts than astronauts <laughs> <laughs> oil drillers. Yeah. So uh, CSI New York is what he was on. And, he's, and, and like, look at the years. Like, he's been on the show for like two decades. From
0: 2004 to 2013, 197 episodes of the show. He's
3: like the fucking Chris Jeez. Maloney of CSI New York. Like, who would have known?
0: Yeah, that's
4: <laughs> ridiculous.
0: That's a safe. Well, but that's a good career. I mean, he doesn't yeah. really need to work at all. You You're not gonna be. An,
4: you're not gonna be an A-lister. But that's a safe career. Yeah, is, that's good. You, you know?
0: know, he can hit the con circuit.
2: Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> the,
4: con the con circuit. circuit. Yeah. Ew.
3: <laughs> is there like? Wait, are we? Are you talking about like and like going to Comic Con as a CSI New York or there is Is there a con for cop shows? There, I bet there is. Copacon? <laughs> con.
0: I don't it's a, outside Dunkin' Donuts every day. I oh. believe it. I believe it.
1: Every like, middle-aged guy in the civil service watches those shows every <laughs> single day. So you know what? There is an audience. Appearing, <laughs> <a>
3: pe- <laughs> appearing Friday, Jim from Blue Bloods.
2: <laughs> like, oh,
3: fuck. I gotta get I gotta my get up, I gotta get there. Jim from Blue Bloods. So
2: <laughs> Hey I got parents I got show. parents I know what Blue Bloods is
1: <laughs> My in-laws love Blue Bloods It's on every day at my job I know Blue Bloods <laughs> oh, Sorry to hear that
3: so, Blue, Blood, Blue Bloods famously was on Friday nights Like they put on Blue Bloods on Friday nights Because they know who's watching Blue Bloods Oh
4: yeah they know their
0: audience And it, it's like 7-10 seasons Like it's a long time Yeah I'll My pl- parents
3: would go to Atlantic City and then, like, take a break to go back to the room to watch fucking Blue Bloods. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're going to miss our
3: stories. Honey, our get story. off the slot machine. <laughs> Blue Bloods is coming on.
0: <laughs> so to put a cap on this episode, also, uh, sorry, I wanted to mention this. Mm-hmm. Fatizov was a teammate with Neil Brodin on the Devils, the cup year, before he got traded. The Russian
3: guy? The Russian guy, Fatizov.
0: Oh. Was he good on the Devils? I I, he, he, I wasn't I a think, hockey
3: fan. Yet. I don't think he won with the Devils, Fatizov.
0: No, he won with the Red Wings. He got traded right. that cup so season. So he was...
3: He, yeah, so he, he and, and Broughton weren't teammates, though, I don't think.
0: Oh, I thought... I thought Broughton I, came
3: he, on in 95, and by that time, Fatisov was, was on the uh, Red Wings.
0: Okay, I read that they had overlapped.
3: No, no, I don't think they overlapped. But he but but he and Kasatonov, the two Russian defensemen, were teammates on the Devils. They, they came over... Not at the same time, but but eventually we're reunited on the Devils as defensive partners. Wow,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: So to end this episode, we're gonna play a uh, a puck soup game. Puck oh, excellent! Yeah, uh, it's called Schlem Code. <laughs> so, and, and you, you all, you, all you guys have to do is yeah. name a player mm-hmm. that was on the roster of either of the two teams.
3: The Russians or the the Russians
0: or the Americans. Anybody that played. On either of the two teams. I and you just watch the movie. I can do it. Last person standing wins, though. Uh, you,
3: you can go first. Oh, Steve. I'm not. I'm not going to. I know, <laughs> I know Jim
4: Craig. That, that's all, all right. I know. He's off the board. <laughs> that's all I know.
3: O'Callaghan. All right. I'll, uh, Mike ruzioni Okay. Yeah, hey, I'm done. <laughs>
4: that's <laughs> you, all. You can't name a Russian? No, I, I can't even pronounce their names. Okay. Are you kidding me? Anthony
3: McCallaghan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh Mar- Mark Johnson. Mark Johnson, yup. Checks out. Yeah. He's out.
1: It's. Th- oh, am yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm tapped. <laughs> Tetrarch or whatever the fuck his name. Tetrarch. I'll, <laughs> <laughs> I'll give I'll give you that. I knew okay. who you meant. Tetriarch.
0: You <laughs> somehow
3: found a more Russian Tetris. It's actually Roman. <laughs> oh. uh, 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 Fatisov. Yep. Okay. Uh,
0: 95 Cup champion. I've mentioned him 10 times.
1: <laughs> Starts with a B. <laughs> um, <laughs> hang on, hang on. I'm, I'm impressed with that. Whole Give me a moment. Um, <sighs>
0: <sighs> oh, dead
4: air. Everyone oh, loves yeah. this. We're good.
0: Yeah, you got five. Bratislava.
1: Stars. What is it?
0: Bratislava. Brodin. Brodin. That was close. God damn. I, I gotta close. say, I'm shocked the hockey writer won. Yeah. <laughs> I, I
3: thought you guys had him. Yeah. I Can know. you do I'll another play. one? I know what. Just, I'll play play a, just a to bury game. me. Yeah, Mike Ramsey. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, yeah,
3: sure. fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even start pulling the Russians. <laughs> I didn't even attempt that. Well, according, according to the rules, I just have to throw out a yeah. bunch of fucking consonants, and you, it, yeah. it may land on a right answer.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got in the ballpark. I'll give it to you. Um. All right. So that does it for this episode of reviewing history. Yeah. Want to big give a big big thank you to our guest Greg Wisniewski. This was a thank blast. Thank My thank pleasure. For Thanks for having me.
4: Thank you so much for we doing this. We got to do uh, one more thing. We've got to rate it. we got to rate this movie. What's the
3: scale? One out of ten. One out of ten. Yeah. Ten being the highest? Yeah. Ten being <laughs> the highest. Ten being the highest. <laughs> it's a very complex Wait, system. That, I, I hate the uh, Well, he knows that I ask a lot of questions about yeah. rules. Is this in comparison to other movies? Sports movies? Just opinion. It's hockey your movies. Opinion. Your opinion of it, how accurate
1: it is yes. to reality. It's and very tenuous how you yeah. feel about it's it. It's whatever you... How you would rate this movie... On your own. And is it enjoyable? Solid seven. Seven.
4: Seven, okay. it's good. Uh, I I would go eight. You go eight? Yeah. I like this movie. Miracle. I would go eight. AKA the Cold War just got colder.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Seven, five.
3: Okay. Well, I I, I guess I'm, I'm low because at the end of the day, it's an amazing performance that holds the movie together, and they do a good job introducing all the other characters. But... You're just kind of like in that sports cliché peaks and valleys until you get to the finale.
1: You're not the intended audience though. I'm the intended audience. I'm the fucking hockey.
3: <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. You are you're looking into it deep and you want more out of it than the layman.
3: The movie's mass appeal obviously. Oh no, it's an effective like sports fable. You know, for sure. Right. It's a mir- it's kind of a miracle in itself that they didn't ah. have a bunch of fucking <laughs> s- fucking sparks fall from the ceiling when Ruzioni scored like, this, you know. <laughs> no, I understand, I understand that, but even, but even as as a, as a connoisseur of sports films, I mean, mm-hmm. like, oh, t- compared to Moneyball, like Moneyball has some scenes with the guys in the, on the on the A's like Jambi and and David Justice that are. Weightier than the scenes with like Jim Craig and players like that in this movie. You didn't like the shower scene in the montage? I, I love it- the shower scene <laughs> in the montage. I was hoping it turned into like Eastern Promises. And they all start fighting with their dicks out. Like, but alas, it was a Disney film. Yeah, they're just having a good little time. Um, yeah,
0: that was one thing. It's like this is a Disney film, so Herb Brooks is like, screw
1: those guys. Yeah. And it's like, you needed some F bombs just to really. Right. Yeah. You know, if yeah. it was a modern Disney film, they would have gone all the way in the shower. <laughs> <laughs>
4: He's a Disney employee. <laughs> I'll
1: take the fifth on
4: that one. <laughs> no, I, I, I think I gave it a high rating. and I think you would agree. Just the action sequences were so well done. They're great. Done. The hockey's yeah. awesome. The I best, best hockey yes. ever put to film. Yeah, that's yeah, why I, I sure. kind of went with the eight. Yeah.
3: Alright, All right. so uh, Greg, do you want to plug any of your stuff? You can uh, read me on ESPN.com You can watch me on ESPN The Network I'm on uh, our sports wagering show Daily Wager a lot during the season And then if you like me podcasting I Unfortunately at the moment I don't know when this is going to come out It's going to come out the f- first or second week in November Okay, okay. You, by this time I might have a podcast about hockey I don't know if I do, I hope you're enjoying it. If I don't, I hope I get another one. Uh, but regardless, you can re- you can listen to me doing a bunch of other podcast stuff on the PuckSoup Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash Soup, that's where you'll find all of the other podcasts that I do.
0: Thank Good. you so much for doing this. I can't thank you
3: Yay! Yay, It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah.
0: All right. So you want to say goodbye, guys? And
1: Thank you for listening. This was wonderful. See you later. Next time.
0: Yep. Thank you to Telling Steve, Dave, Lannis, Use the Studio, keeping it short and sweet. You can follow the podcast on all social media uh, reviewinghistorypod at gmail.com. Send an email, rviewpod on Twitter. Like us, follow us, all that good stuff. Instagram, Twitter, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Letterboxd. Uh, we all have Letterboxd accounts. You can follow us. You could see what we thought of every movie. I rate and review every single movie I watch. Give me a follow on there. Uh, just something I do. Other than that, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Bye.